Feeney, after the show, Sherry wants to talk to you. All right? Okay. I do? Yeah, I told you you'd talk to her. Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker Show. That's right. You coming along for the ride. Don't forget, hey, look at this. The know-it-all quiz is going to be happening. At 5.30, we'll ask you uh, four simple questions of stories we cover. She's Joe, I owe you two right now, don't yep. I? I write them during the break. It's the Muckleshoot Casino Resort. That is the text line, one 976 Get on the phone. Say one interesting thing about yourself. Who knows? You could be playing the know-it-all quiz at 5.30. Diving into the news. By the way, Sherry, over the weekend in Philadelphia, I played pickleball, and I'm com- I am a huge fan now. What? Really? Yeah, I don't know what I'm it was. Surprised. I, I, I fought. I wanted to fight against it, but I was like, "Wow, this is really fun." So once you actually try something, you might yep. enjoy it. And then I called Corey, and he's like, uh, I said, hey, I, I want to build two pickleball courts out here at the barn. <laughs> oh, no. I yep. play pickleball sometimes. I know you do, Jacob. All right, we're not talking about you right now. <laughs> how often do you, Jacob, how often do you play? I play pickleball sometimes. Oh, just know, sometimes. Like how, many, how many times? Like sometimes? Like once a week, once a month? I play pickleball sometimes. <laughs> very evasive. You know he doesn't uh, like to commit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hey. into it. <laughs> I thought he left. Why is he still here? Uh, Mayor Eric Adams decides, well, let's see, we're spending $9 million a day with the fifty or 60,000 illegal immigrants that are being dumped here in New York City because they're a sanctuary city because let's celebrate diversity. So uh, the governor then uh, Texas has been sending him up there on planes. And um, prior to this, last year, the Biden administration was sending them up on planes, but they were arriving like at two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, in the cover of darkness, dropping off a bunch of illegal immigrants. In this case, the governor decided, what's he going to do? Because people are getting really upset about this, really, that his constituents, like the guys in Chicago, they're mad. School's being taken over. The hotels are being used up. It's cost of everybody else. Do something about it. So he has decided he's going to sue the bus companies. There are, was it three or four? How many bus companies are all together? Oh, no. There's 17. Oh, okay. So, so, he, so he's going to sue 17. 17 of them for $700 million, saying that you're bringing people on a bus to New York. Well, he's saying that they violated state laws by not paying the costs of caring for migrants. He's trying to recoup $7 million that he says has already been spent on caring for the people that have come in. So right. he wants the charter bus companies to pay for that because he says they're responsible for getting them there. Right, because here's the law that he's using. He's saying that, um, okay, New York City Law 149, which requires that any person who knowingly brings or causes to be brought a needy person from out of state into the state for the purpose of making him a public charge shall be obligated to convey such person's of the state supporting him for his own expenses. Well, the bus company isn't responsible for who's on the bus. What you want to do, talk to each person as you get on the bus. They're selling them a ticket or they're being, they're getting a ticket paid for by uh, Texas. And then what do you want the bus guy to go? How much money do you make? What are you going to do when you get there? They're not going to question anybody. See, this is ridiculous. This suit won't go anywhere, but it makes news. So it looks like the governor's at least trying to do something. The thing's going to be thrown out. No one's going to even take this case. You can't charge the bus company. You can't sue them for them doing their job. 
But under the law, they're like, oh, if you drop somebody off knowing that they become a charge of the state or the city or the government, then therefore you have to pay. <laughs> well, right. And they can't necessarily predict the future. Uh, he also says, this is Mayor Adams, he says that Abbott, uh, the governor of Texas, is yes. playing racial politics by continuing to drop migrants off in black-run cities like New York, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. Those are the sanctuary cities that welcome all. So it's it's not racial. It's just like, hey, you know what? You're a sanctuary city. Good. Glad you are. Here's some more people for you. Since you like to have a sanctuary city and you don't want to be able to cooperate with ICE and you don't want to deport anybody. Well, then here they are. I mean, this is your bed. You lay in it. Lie in it. Lay? Lie? I think it's lie. I think my my aunt were alive right now. (laughs) (laughs) So too bad. Nice try. Uh governor adams they don't ship them up to washington we are also a sanctuary state um but boy if they started shipping them up there people get really really mad about it it's it's one of these things what do you want to do you're letting everybody in eight million have come in in the last like uh what three years or something Mm -hmm. and you what do you do with you want just texas to pay for them all that everybody that's down there oh you want texas to pay no here you go here's some more people for you and some more the pressure that's on the white house and they just continue to ignore it um they're not doing anything about it. Then 70% of those that have come in, they all claim asylum because they know just say you're coming for asylum. They say, okay, fine, come back in five or six years. We'll be contacting you for you to come back for your court case. Please. Please. No one's coming back. And yeah. they're not turning them around. No. You're not sending them back. It's basically come on in, everybody, and we'll deal with you later on. And Mexico wants nothing to do with us. They have no interest in helping with this problem. Right. So this is what you get. And I know that Adams went down to the border, went into Mexico to talk to them about it. They're not going to do anything. They don't care. They don't want them either. And they're not primarily coming out of Mexico, uh, coming from Venezuela now, coming from Cuba, coming from uh, the Middle East as well. They don't check them for anything. In they come. Uh, Mayorkas, who's in charge of the whole thing, I think they've already started a sort of impeachment process against him, try to get him kicked out of there. That guy's a nincompoop. So, so long to, um, so long with that particular case to sue them for $700 million. It's not going to go anywhere at all. I saw this story. I thought this was interesting. It's sort of sad for this guy. I don't know who Christopher Nolan is. He's a director. He was in a movie. He directed Tenant. Is that the movie Tenant? Among others. Oppenheimer is his most recent big movie. Oh, okay. So this guy's legit, oh, right? He's I mean, very this, yeah. incredible oh, director. Yeah. Okay. So he's taking a Peloton class. So you sign up, you get on the spin bike, and you're on the class, and they have live instructors that'll like work. Okay, everybody, up out of your saddle. Here we go. And they talk to you while you're doing it. People love it. You know, they pay the extra money every single month to be able to have live instructors, or you get a taped instructor. So this case. So Christopher Nolan is taking a live class, I assume it is. So he's on his bike and he's signed up for this thing. And the instructor is, you know, killing time. They're holding the little weights out in front. They're turning them back and forth. So you just have to keep talking, keep the people's mind off of the pain that they're experiencing while they're taking this class. So he is, let's see, where's the best? They played the the music from that movie. And he refers to the music and, you know, refers to the movie when he hears the music. Oh, okay. So the instructor is a female, and she's basically talking to the class. So here's Christopher Nolan, I assume, in his house or something, taking the class, and um, he must have thought, ooh, I recognize this music. I was 
on my peloton doing it. Oh, wait, that's the other one. Here's the audio from the class. So he's taking the class and all of a sudden... This song is from the soundtrack of a movie called Tenet. Anybody see this? This is the instructor. Did anybody see this besides me? Because I need a manual. Someone's got to explain this. Yeah, I'm not kidding. What the is going on in that movie? Do you understand? Seriously, you need to be a neuroscientist to understand. And that's two and a half hours of my life that I want back. I want it back. <laughs> so this poor guy's taking this class, and all of a sudden he's like, this movie's trashing his work. on my peloton doing a, a high interval some <laughs> I'm dying. And the instructor said, started talking about one of my films, and said, has anyone else seen this? Because that's a couple of hours of my life I'll never get back again. <laughs> He's killing. Rex Reed takes shit in the film. He doesn't ask you to work out. Yeah, it's hard enough working out and then having the instructor trash you. So then the, the Pentaton instructor, she responds. Huge day for me when I come to find out that the one and only Christopher Nolan, one of the leading filmmakers of the 21st oh, century, knows here who the go. hell here I am. Go. I was excited. And then I read uh -huh. the article. Listen, yeah. it was 2020. It was a dark time. I'm up on the platform teaching my little class and I'm uh -huh. running my mouth off like I'm known to do and I make a yeah. random comment about a movie I had seen the night before. What do you think the odds are that the director of said movie would take that ride some four years later? Yeah, that would only happen to me. So here's what I want to say. Oh, it's about I may not have understood a minute of what the hell was going on in Tenet. That went right over my head, but I have but. seen Oppenheimer twice and that's okay, six hours of my life that I don't ever want to give back. So, Mr. Nolan, I'm inviting you to come take a ride with me in the Peloton studio. You can critique my class. We'll have a great time. You'll sit in the front row, and I promise you, it'll be insult-free. Let me know. Take me up on it. Okay, he's not going to do it. Good job trying to uh, turn this into something positive <laughs> yeah. for yourself. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, well, it was a weird class. movie. I'll, I'll give her that. It was a very weird movie. Okay. Did you two hours of your life you'll never get back? I enjoyed it, but it's like it's like time goes backwards through half of the movie and there's all these different like instances of yourself. I could I couldn't begin to explain it to you. Mm. But I like that. By the way, stuff. people say that that's two hours of my life and there's you, you never get anything back. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that one's oh, getting that's two really hours worn of my life out. and I get back. Oh yeah. But you know what I do? Can I can we also decide that in twenty twenty four we're gonna get rid of this question? Ready? Two two questions. One. How was your flight? What? Like, maybe back in the 1930s, you'd have stories, right? But how was your flight? You get off the plane, people pick you up. How was your flight? Uh, that's a question people ask. It's just like, that doesn't mean anything. And then the other one, which really bothers me, how was your shower? Have you ever had that what? one? No. Yeah. No one has ever asked me you stay that. Stay at somebody's house. You have a nice shower? Yeah, you have a good shower? How was your shower? Huh? You what? probably ask people that because you got that 20-person shower, huh? I, I've never had anybody ask, or I've never asked, how was your shower? How was your flight, I've asked, because it gives that person the opportunity to vent. Well, there was a woman next to me. I couldn't believe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, right. that thing. But how was your shower? Like, <laughs> what's, what are the options there? Well, it started out okay, but then the soap attacked me. I mean, the shampoo was out of control. <laughs> you never stayed at a friend's house, and they ask, "How was your shower?" And uh, by the uh -uh. way, what? Sherry, you left the you left the water running in the shower. 
Sorry, I, 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 I was having a catastrophic shower, which I'll tell you all about. <laughs> and therefore, I had to run out of there, and I left the I, water running because of the horror story that happened in the uh, shower. Yes. Thank you for asking. Okay. okay. How was your shower? How was your shower? How was your flight? No more of those in 2024. That's the thing that people, you stay at somebody's house and they ask you, thank you. And they ask you the question, you know, that's, that's the, that's one of them. The first one's, how was your flight? And then like the next day, how was your shower? I don't know. I think you might, I think that might be unique to you or your friends. Okay. You'll see. One, triple eight, nine, seven, three, five, four, seven, six. Release the hounds at the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. People do ask that question, but we're not going to be asking that one in 2024. We will ask, why does Mickey have an uh, axe in his hand, and why is he slashing everybody? So the Mickey Mouse went into um, sort of public domain, one image of Mickey Mouse anyway, and everybody's waiting, I guess. They can't wait to be able to get an image of Mickey Mouse so that they can then turn him into some sort of weird meme or whatever else, have him killing people or doing all sorts of other stuff as well. So now... Go ahead, have at it, folks, that you could make Mickey do disgusting things. They did that with Winnie the Pooh, I think, like a year or two ago. There's like, uh, there's at least two Winnie the Pooh horror movies now. It's like Blood and Honey, I think it's called. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this, well, this is the this is the Mickey Mouse version uh, that, that came into the public domain. It comes into the public domain after 95 years. So this is Steamboat Willie. And oh, okay. so it's it's the really, really old Mickey Mouse. So they've got video people, uh, movie makers, things like that, wanting to now exploit this mouse theme. So they've got a couple of people that have already done this. You know, it's this killer mouse in Las Vegas. They've got something that's called an immersive wedding experience where they've got Steamboat <laughs> Willie playing in the background. Um, and you can get this this, you know, Mickey Mouse type of experience for one hundred ninety nine bucks. And so it's it's everybody's kind of, I guess, attaching themselves to this opportunity. Okay, it's been done before. Do you remember Fritz the Cat? Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, did you see one of those X-rated Fritz the Cat movies? <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I really don't think I ever saw one, but I know Fritz the Cat. Yeah, I'll be down I think there. it was X-rated. <laughs> yeah, X-rated film Fritz the Cat. Yeah. How and, could it be um, X-rated? Wasn't it animated? Yeah, but it can still be. The director debuted. Uh, it was the first animated feature film to be receiving X rating in the United States. Yeah, because even though it's a cartoon, he's still they're still getting it on. I just thought that if it was <laughs> not was a shower, real, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, it's not real. Not real people. It really wouldn't be. But I guess I can see where if it's depicted. As such, then yes. <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> went back to Philadelphia, back to Ardmore, Pennsylvania, and went into this. Oh, there used to be the Suburban Square movie theater, and um, they turned it into a restaurant. I hadn't been back in a long time, and I'm sitting there with my kid, and I'm like, "Wow, I remember this was a movie theater. This was the I, this my friend Brendan Walsh and I went to see Realm of the Senses. I don't know why the guy let us in. It was an X-rated film, and I, we watched it. I walked out of there it was so like just. Just, it ruined me for like about three years after watching Realm of the Senses and we're walking out of the theater into the broad daylight. And my mom used to go to Dr. Davis, was the dentist, and she had to be driving by as Brendan and I were walking out of the theater. And she never said anything to me about it. Never said, are you going to see an X-rated film? What? Um, never brought it up. You... I thought it was coming up at dinner time. Never came up. When you say ruined 
you. How so? Watch the movie, Sherry. Watch the movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sure it'll be easy to find. When the guy's eating hard boi- when the guy's eating hard boiled eggs, that's oh, all I can boy. say. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh see? See now? Okay. Huh? You with me? Uh, yep, 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 yep. Y- you want to take a shower now after hearing that? Uh, I, uh, yes, and you can ask me how it is. Later. Okay, good. Thank you, Sherry. I will be doing that. Right after I take my car to Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers. You see, they've got 16 locations, Sherry, and they've been around for 53 years. So that's where I'm going to take that car of mine, the Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers. Okay? Good deal. I'm in the middle of a spot, Sherry. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's Bucky's Bucky's <laughs> Auto Service Centers. <laughs> I had a hard day Ooh. yesterday. I, I accidentally took too many Tylenol PM. I was what's the regular Tylenol right next to the Tylenol PM. Consumed way too many. I took the sleepy ones by mistake, which hits you like a half an hour, especially on an empty stomach. So try being heavily sedated and then doing a show with Jake, who was yelling out names of <laughs> actors that may or may not have been in the movie Big Chill. It was this weird dream I was having for uh, the whole four hours. It was. Uh, well, how many did you take? Well, you know, I always think to myself, oh, two is what they recommend. Well, that's the, the government does that to like, oh, that's for the losers. So I'm always like, two, I'll take four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you're supposed to take four Tylenols, are you? Like just regular aspirin part? Again, that's for the weak, Sherry. Oh, okay. Okay. Lowest common denominator, they come right. up with these things. Gotcha. They're, not, they don't, they're okay. not taking me into consideration. So I was like, eh, it says two, four. So four. Whew, I was hurting. And then if you go to our, Joe put it up at the uh, John and Sherry, S-H-A-R-I, John and Sherry Show Instagram page. Nick was kind enough to uh, not come in and help me or check on me to see if I still had a pulse. Just come in and take a photo of me. Oh, then, of course, filter it and then send it to Joe. So thanks for that, Joe. Hey, have you seen Anytime. our new Instagram picture? No. Oh, it's very fancy. I think that's more of Joe's great work he's been doing. Oh, that's a tease. Where's the? Do we have any sound on this this stuff? The people, the TikTok stuff, Joe. Yes. Is it people upset. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yes, set it up. That's on me. The, I'll find. I'll find the music. Okay, Joe's. Joe's got. It. All right. Set that one up, Sherry. Please. Okay. So you want to talk about the mom in the grocery store? Or yeah, the mom the... in the grocery store. Yeah. So this is a woman, she's British, she goes to the grocery store, her kid is a little bit sick, he hasn't eaten in a week, she says. So she had brought along a few snacks, he didn't want those, but all of a sudden he said, hey, can we get this yogurt? And she was so excited that he was actually going to eat, that she Mm -hmm. opened up the thing of yogurt and let him have it, and then let him have another one, because she wanted him to get something to eat, she was going to pay for it, so she gets up to Uh the cash register and and shows the lady, and here's what she has to say. Hi everyone, I cannot tell you okay. what a bad experience I have just had oh in our local Tesco and I feel a mix of both really cross and really upset the way I've been spoken to by one of the customer service. Um... Let's just pull back for a moment. Can you believe that this woman is putting this up? That's one amazing thing. And then <laughs> dig in deeper. We're playing it on the radio. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, but I, hold on. But it does give us a chance to sort of explain 
that her this happens to other people, then that's a slow news day. Representatives on the till serve rice. And I've never felt in in one moment so judged by somebody. And I'll be honest, I snapped and I very rarely snap back at anybody. But so basically we went to Tesco to get a few bits. This takes wait, a wait, while. Wait, wait. You might want to get to hold the... on. Hold on. Does does she have video of her being yelled at at least? No, no, no. It's just her oh, replaying. Okay. Try and the be story. polite so that they could be scanned and kind of I made a joke of it was kind of by way of sort of apologizing that he'd eaten them on the way around. So I said to her, oh, I'm really sorry, but we, ha- we hadn't finished with them. I just passed. I just wanted to pass them to you so that you could make sure they were scanned. So she tutted, huffed at me, got them out the bin, put them on the side. Oh, God. <laughs> wonder. I'm so glad she was able to vent that. It, it right. really just let us. Well, get- you know, she's she's very cross right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I dated a girl because she had a she had a uh, English accent. Terribly, terribly boring woman. But God, was she, the accent was so yeah, great. I like Just them. couldn't break up with her. Not the best set of teeth either, but the accent was just <laughs> so sexy. But, and she was shy and hardly spoke to me. So I was always trying, trying to get her to talk to me. Because it's like, God, if I don't get something out of you in the next hour, I'm going to have to break up with you. So let's, why don't you just read you road signs or something. And always talk about parking the car in the garage. The garage? In the garage. I say, I don't where where am I gonna park? I'd just love to have her say that. I don't know where to park. Park in the garage. It's like, oh yeah, in the garage. <laughs> garage. Did so she tell I you? To... In there, I go. Where am I gonna? I gotta park this car somewhere. How about it in the garage? I was like, oh, good idea. Did you tell her you would if if she if she didn't talk, you'd stick her body in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> You, you really, you really went that. You had to go there. Well, you tell me you're going to st- stick me in the trunk of the car. So that's wondering... different. That's you. This is yeah. that's not Miriam. <laughs> okay. Uh, the um, the other part of this that's people. Buy, my dad used to. Do this. We'd go through the supermarket and we would eat continuously, and then we'd have all the stuff in the cart, which was just all the crappy paper left over. And then my dad would just take all the paper and just throw it up on the scanner, like a big pile of like empty bags, potato chip bags, and Snickers bars and stuff like that, a can of pop or whatever, and just throw that up there, and the person just scanning it and throwing in the garbage. That's how my dad used to take us to lunch. My, my mom said, take him to lunch. So you take us to the supermarket, get, get whatever you want. We'd walk around eating, walking up and down the aisles, just eating, and then he'd take all the garbage and psh, toss it up there. And we well, just did, w- did he feel door. judged and cross when the, uh, when the, <laughs> when the clerk <laughs> gave him a mean look? No, he knew everybody because he talked to everybody. Imagine that. And uh, he knew everybody who they all were. And they all knew that he, they'd say, oh, taking the kids out to dinner tonight, Jack? He's like, yep, that's what I do. So I'm just going around eating in the, eating in the grocery store. <laughs> that's good. That would, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we loved it. Going, yeah. to, you know, go, but you had to get peanuts because get, get the cashews. Get the cashews because that seemed a little healthier than just going over the snack aisle. But then he liked the mixed nuts, which I hated the mixed nuts, but he liked those because then you could get the cashews and the walnuts and everything else. And then you do that old man thing where you pour the peanuts in your hand and then you kind of shake your hand like you <laughs> I hate that. Why? I hate that. What's wrong with that? Uh, I, I broke up with the guy because he did that when we what? went to the movies. Yeah, he did that with his popcorn and it was awful. Stop. <laughs> I had to actually turn my body 
uh, in the in the movie theater, so I didn't see it. And then that's all you could see. You know, it's like when someone is sitting there shaking their foot and yeah. nervously for no apparent reason, and you just can't look at it anymore. It was the same thing. I just, just had to like. Doctor Dan needs to address this. Wait a minute, hold on, Sherry. The thing, you know, the reason you're shaking it, you're sort of you know working your way to find the good peanuts or the cashews and get rid of those other things. But this is just popcorn. He's but he used to kind of bounce it around in his hand. He would do the shake like he had dice or something, you know, like he yeah, would do yeah, the yeah, shake. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you broke and up then, with him for that? Pop. Yeah, I didn't want to go out with him anymore. It was too weird. And he just, yeah, because it was just, I mean, and um, here we go. I, you know, here we no, go. No, there was other things, but that was, that was part of it. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> like, why can't you just? Okay, why can't you do it every third handful? Okay, do you have to do it every single time? You have to shake it. Like, what's making it? Any better or worse? What if that helps get more butter, you know, coverage? Close. No. It's, uh. How'd you tell him? Did you tell him? Were you honest with him at least so he yeah. could, like, learn from that for the next one? Oh, no. No. No, no. Because no, no. <laughs> it may not bother anybody else. So, no, I just said, you know, I was I was uh, moving. Sherry, I don't know what break, I said. Let me get this right. You're breaking up with me because I shake my pocket. <laughs> yes. I'm terribly sorry, but it's very annoying. I have to turn my back on you in the movies. Stop shaking it. <laughs> horrible. Joe gave me his horrible cough. Hey, may I recommend supporting uh, Northwest Hope and Healing? I know they just throw them to a spot there. I used to work for these guys. There, you know, I said, so exactly, how do you raise? What do you raise money for? And the woman said, imagine this: you get diagnosed with cancer, uh, and you have to go, and you you have to chemo, and then you don't have a car, you're not driving, so you have to take the bus or the cost of the cab, and it's more than you expect. We do all this sort of stuff. Whatever you, whatever support you need when you're going through cancer or any kind of illness, it's Northwest Open Healing. It's like, wow, that's such simple things you don't even think about, but they're there. So glad to see that they've been telling you about their event that they've got. I'm sure you can find out more about it at MyNorthwest.com. Um, this, the, the fact that restaurants charge more, if you come in with a big group, like what is it, sometimes eight or ten people, the reason they do that, they charge you a guaranteed, you know, feed. You get like 18% or 20% is added on top if you've got a large party of 10 people. Because it takes a lot of time. It's really, really hard to be the waiter in a big, big table. And often you end up getting screwed because the people are like, oh, I just had the salad. I this. They put down their money. They throw the money in there. But no one puts a tip in. When the tip, the bill ends up being like 800 bucks. It never comes close to anything close to what you should be paying in tip. So they guarantee it because a lot of waiters and waitresses don't like the big tables. In this case, this this group of people went in. They thought they're going to kind of beat them at their own game. So they go into the restaurant, and as the people that ran the restaurant said, we knew that they were together, but they asked for separate tables. One sat on one side, one group, five sat on one side, another group sat on the other side, and they didn't like the fact that they were being charged. Is there sound on this one, Joe, somewhere? There is, yeah. Indiana food fight. Um, if you don't have this one, why well, don't see it. Unbelievable. Not I'll play it. Here comes. Yeah. The food fight left some workers hurt at a South Bend restaurant last night. Investigators say a large group of people tried to outsmart the business's large party tipping policy. During the fight, two employees pepper sprayed. WSBT 22's Raylan Lee joins us live outside the Wild Crab on Ireland Road. And Raylan, you found out it's not uncommon for restaurants to add a gratuity to the check for larger parties. That's right, and the group of 10 tried to outsmart the system, sitting in a group of five, pretending not to know each other. 
It's all over the restaurant, from the door to the register to the menu, reading automatic 18% gratuity added to parties of six or more. One of the managers was a victim. He says a group of 10 came in acting like they weren't together, sitting in different sections, telling the hosts they were a party of five. Before being served, they were told an 18% gratuity would be added as the restaurant knew they were together. The group asked to speak to a manager, and he told them if they couldn't comply, they'd be asked to leave. Take a look at what happened next. The surveillance video on your screen shows that as the party was leaving, an altercation uh -huh. broke out as crayons okay. were thrown at the managers. Then someone in the group pepper sprayed one of the managers as the group left. Another manager pepper sprayed before that altercation. That South Bend reasonable. firefighters and paramedics <laughs> called to check those hit by the pepper spray. I also spoke with the president of the Indiana Restaurant and Lodging Association. He says large party gratuity is a common practice with parties of six or more, with gratuity amounts varying depending on the restaurant. Night's pepper spray attack and South Bend Police Department's major crime unit is looking into it. Reporting live in South Bend, I'm Raylan Lee, WSBT 22 News. Oh, wow, it's a major crime. I was going to say, <laughs> major crime unit? Okay, but if you, take away, if you take away the pepper spray and the crayon throwing and all the violence that occurred It'd afterwards. Crayon. 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 So yeah. they, if they split into two groups, why? And they were less than the, the, the you know, the six. Yes, needed, I agree. They should, they, they, they probably had different servers. So why should they have they the automatic gratuity? I know, because it, even if they're together, if they're in separate tables, yeah. that they, they weren't breaking the rules. They weren't asking someone to wait on all 10 of them at the same time. No. I think it was the fact that they were trying to act like they didn't know one another. <laughs> but, but, well, I, I, I think the restaurant is wrong here. Yeah. The, the restaurant was wrong. They, uh, I'm surprised that they didn't pepper spray more people. Let's be honest. <laughs> or or, or throw doubt, crayon, crayons yeah. at them. Crayons at them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you have an argument. You have a, you know, a little bit of a... A dust up with somebody. Reach for the pepper spray. Spray the manager. Get the way. Go into the kitchen and spray all the food, too. Right. Don't have a conversation about it. Just start spraying because that's going to be Yeah, or don't ever likely. go back there again. Don't go back there again. Just start spraying people. Get them in the eyes. <laughs> you know what? That's why people call carry small caliber handguns. Just shoot them in the knee or something like there that. There you go. All right. Now we're stopping. The What's called... the vertigo? The restaurant was wrong. The restaurant was wrong. The restaurant was wrong, yes. But it was yeah. it is called the wild crab. So oh. maybe <laughs> maybe this adds to its image of being a wild crab. They start throwing <laughs> creens around. All right. Um let's do that right now. Muckles Casino Resort. That's the uh, text line. Text Joe one interesting thing about yourself, one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. We'll do that. No no quiz coming up.